Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Bread Podcast. It's it's a beautiful day. I gotta be honest with you, you know, the, the sun is out, the birds are chirping, Jerome Powell is talking about not a pivot, a pivot to, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves, let's not get too bullish here. But, you know, the birds are chirping and the coins are up. And, and you know, I wanted to make this a bullish podcast today because I'm tired. I gotta be honest with you. It's been like a year. It actually has been a year since the top. It's 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 been over a year now. But but this entire year, 2022, has just been pure doom and gloom bear posting. And and I've I've partaken. I've I've done plenty, plenty of it my own. I'm totally guilty. And rightly so. You know, obviously, if you were bearish this year, you you tended to be right. But I didn't get into crypto to be a bear, okay? And I know you didn't get into crypto to be a bear either. All right, let's be honest. Let's let's be honest with ourselves here. I know like once you get into it and you know, you get jaded and you you start learning how to short. Remember remember let's be honest. Let's take a trip down memory lane for a second. Do you remember the first time you ever put on a short in crypto? Cuz you know, no one no one's first trade in crypto is a short, okay? Everybody's coming in, they're buying some coin. You know, I was buying Neo and Iota in 2017 and some ETH, thankfully I didn't only buy crap. And some BTC. But anyways, you know, I wasn't shorting back then, okay? And then you start shorting. And you say, "Oh, I can make money both ways. This is great." You know? And then you're like this, you start thinking a lot less about longing coins and you only really start thinking about shorting coins. And when you start shorting a lot and you you make money from shorting, you get this little worm. It's a little worm in your brain. It's a bear worm, actually. And it's a little it's a little bear worm, okay? It's a little bear worm that that finds its way into your brain and then because you're you've only it's it's like a psychological thing. You've only been making money from shorting for like six months, okay? Maybe you long a rally here and there. But for the most part, I mean, just look at the charts. I don't need to tell you. You know, being short has, has been pretty profitable for like over six months. And then you start getting, you start buying into the doom and gloom and bearishness. And every time people have been calling for the bottom, whether it was at 40K or 30K, 20K, they were wrong over and over and over. They were wrong, 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 wrong. And you were right if you were shorting. And and so you start becoming like a perma bear at some point. At some point, at some point, you are no longer bearish, but you've become a bear. And you don't want to be a bear, okay? Being a bear, it sucks, all right? I know like like the big short, I, one of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. But and it like glorifies being a bear and Michael Burry and you make all this money. But like Michael Burry has been calling for the end of the global economy f- for a decade, okay? And yeah, maybe now he was finally kind of right. But he missed like the greatest decade rally bull market in the history of the world. He missed it. That's what you get when you're a perma bear. Okay. So the point is, where am I going with this? I don't know. But where, where I'm going with the point is, the point is, in all seriousness, you can't let the bearishness infect your mind. It's so easy when you're in markets to have the recency bias, right? Whatever's worked for the last month or two is like what's gonna work forever. You see this time and time and time again. It's so easy. But in the long run, especially in crypto, bulls are the ones who make the money, right? People who make generational wealth. Yeah, I know, you're gonna point to me to some guy who made a bunch of money shorting the top, whatever. That's not you, the top ain't here, okay? Maybe next time. Right, maybe in 2026 or whatever, whenever the next top of the next bull market is, you'll you'll short the top of it. Okay, we'll 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 talk about it then. But for right now, you're not short in the top anymore, and so you have to ask yourself, like, how much lower lower are we gonna go? And I don't want to say bottoms in. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Don't you dare accuse me of saying the bottom is in. 
but I think it's it's close. If we haven't hit the bottom, we're pretty damn close. That's all I'm going to say because here's the thing. We <laughs> we 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 had the Luna what was it? 40 billion, 60 billion, I forget how big Luna was at the top. Many many tens of billions collapse which led to the 3AC collapse, which was the, the second largest hedge fund in crypto. And that was the July capitulation. That was the Ethereum low. ETH hit like 870-ish or so. Uh, BTC went to like 16K then. Or no, sorry, sorry, 17. What was the bottom in July? I think it was like 17 something. And now BTC did make new lows, right, recently. And then so you have the you have one of the biggest coins completely go to zero, all right? You had Celsius, uh, one of the biggest like CFI platforms go to zero. BlockFi, zero. 3AC, zero. And then obviously recently FTX and Alameda, zero. How many more black swan, never seen before events are we going to have until you're like, mm, I should probably start buying? Because for me, I'll be honest, I've been bear. I, I, like I said, I'm not blaming you if you were bearish. Or you, you were right to be bearish. I was bearish all year long. When people started calling for the bottom at 30K, I said, nah-uh-uh. This guy? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I said, I know better than that. I've been around crypto. I've been around the block, okay? I learned my lessons. I ain't calling no bottom at 30K, okay? I did. I, I, I should have sold sooner. That's a different story. Should have sold way sooner last year, but that doesn't matter. You know, last year's last year. We're 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 a year into this this bear market now. But the bottom may be somewhat in, um, just because the, the the rationale is, like I said, you have all these things go to zero, um, mass liquidations, even you know Genesis News last week. Which, by the way, now there there's, I I I saw just literally before I recorded the podcast. So sorry, I don't have the. The full information on this. Someone released, um, I believe it was a balance sheet for DCG, Digital Currency Group, who uh, owns Genesis. And it looked like they were okay and they may be all right. So that may not happen. But who cares? Who cares? Screwberry Silbert. No more heroes in crypto. All right. We've learned our lesson from that. There will be new ones next next cycle, of course. It It's inevitable. But the point is that especially with ETH, you know, Bitcoin and ETH are a bit different. Um, Bitcoin did make new lows. Bitcoin worries me a bit because the chart, the chart does not look as good. And like I said, we made new lows on Bitcoin. Um, and I, I think there's still some issues with Bitcoin. I know you still have the miners that are in trouble right now. Uh, now that's like an age old tale that we've heard many, many times. And Bitcoin as of right now doesn't have the same structural flows that ETH does in terms of ETH now potentially becoming deflationary anytime there's a reasonable lot of a reasonable amount of activity on the network. But either way, either way, um, you know, ETH still never broke below a thousand on 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 this on this drop. It went below a thousand for I think two days, two or three days maybe, uh, at the bottom in the three AC collapse. And so you have to ask yourself, like, okay, so we just had t two of the biggest black swan collapses in the history of crypto, and ETH was under a thousand bucks for like a few days once, and then the other time it didn't even lose, it didn't even lose a thousand. The lowest ETH went, what did it go, like ten forty something like that, and it doesn't stay below long. And then we had the second potential capitulation last week. All right we dumped below 1100 and people started panicking. I started pe seeing people say, oh my God, we're going to 800, we're going to 600. See you at see you at $600 ETH. Bottom was like 1070, 1060. Guess who was buying when ETH went below 1100? Guess who said, I don't think we're going to lose a thousand bucks here because we didn't lose it before the last couple times. Why would we lose it now? Guess who was buying? This guy, all right? I didn't panic when everybody else was panicking. Okay, that seems to be the key these days. Is everybody wants to write these Twitter threads about how the world is ending and crypto's dead forever. You know, I heard that before. In 2017, you got me. All right. In 2017, I, I, I wasn't really on crypto Twitter. I was on Reddit. God, ugh, 
disgusting. I was on crypto Reddit. You think crypto Twitter's bad? Go on r slash cryptocurrency on Reddit. Oh, Lord. It's, don't get me started. Don't get me started. I don't need to tell you about Reddit. You know, I'm reading all these, these, uh, posts what do you call what is a it's a reddit thread is that what it's called i don't even know i don't even use i haven't used reddit in five years is it a thread a forum post whatever you get my point read all these posts crypto's dead whatever crypto's a scam yeah 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 yeah. i heard it all before thank you very much thank you very much what i do know is that we held these lows and now we're bouncing and i'm not saying we're gonna rip but Powell is changing his tone a little bit. You know, the economic, dude, the, the Black Friday sales data was kind of ridiculous. It was up 12% year over year. And obviously some of that's due to inflation, but it's clear that the American consumer just ain't going away. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a good and bad way to look at that, depending on if you're leaning more bullish or bearish. And I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a macro bottom guy i'm not saying the macro bottoms in i i would actually bet that potentially stocks still make new lows uh u.s stocks that being um and you know if that were to happen obviously i, I would assume that crypto would go down with it but my point is that even if even if eth for example is not is not done going down yet how low is eth realistically gonna go right 800 600 Okay, maybe. But I'm happy to start averaging in here at, you know, like I said, I bought a little when it went below 1100. I bought a little more above. I think my, I started buying like basically the week after um, the Alameda. I'm gonna, I've started doing like little weekly purchases. Okay, I think it's time to start, start accumulating some ETH. And I think my average buy price is like 11, 1120 or something right now. And, and so if my average buy price, say we go to like 600 bucks on ETH, right? My average buy price ends up being like, say like 900, 800, something like that over the next few months and whatever. That's fine. I don't need to time the bottom. I don't need to be like, oh, this is the bottom. I'm shoving all my money in right now. Because everybody likes to think they can do that. All right, everybody likes to think that when ETH is six hundred dollars, you're gonna shove it in. But the problem is that when ETH is six hundred dollars, you're gonna think it's going to three hundred. Okay, just like every time ETH goes, we just saw it last week. I mean, we just saw it last week. ETH goes below eleven hundred bucks, it starts looking a little frisky, a little dangerous, and everybody's like, "Oh, eight hundred, here we come. It's over. This is the capitulation." Okay, sure, 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 sure. But we didn't. And, and I think that, you know, I think, I'm thinking we're back, okay? I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. I don't care. This is a bullish podcast. You know, we, we have plenty of time to be bearish. We've been bearish all year. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the bearish, the bearish doom and gloom and everything sucks and everything's a scam and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore because we're back, okay? In fact, in fact, earlier today, earlier, not even, actually, it wasn't earlier today, sorry. Earlier, earlier this week, some, some whales called me, you know? Whales called and they said, we're accumulating. And I said, what? Why? You're accumulating. Why? And you know what they said? You know what they told me? They said, because we're back. Okay? We are so back. I'm tired of being a bear. It's time to buy. Did you get into crypto to be a little, ooh, a little sad, sad little bear all the time? Ooh, bottom's not in yet. Ooh, I don't care. You want to you wanna clown on people who called the bottom at like 30K? Go for it. But that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I was bearish the whole time. I was bearish since February. I should have been bearish earlier. 100%. 100%. I ain't, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to LARP here and be like, oh, I sold the top and, and made, kept every. No, of course not. No, I took fucking losses like everybody else. But basically since February, the writing was on the wall. And I've been bearish ever since. Okay? That's on the record. 
All right. So I've been bearish February. It's it's November. It's the end of November. Okay. December's tomorrow. All right. I've been bearish for like nine, ten months. All right. So don't give me that crap. You were calling the bottom the whole way down. No, I was not. Absolutely not. And I just think that there's so many signs of 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 like bottom signals. I mean, you talk about like what do you want? Like I'll give you an example. I give <laughs> I give you an example of like classic classic bottom signal. So last week's Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, by the way, everybody. No podcast last week. I was I was out for Thanksgiving. Seeing the old the old grandparents, the old grandpappies, okay? And I'm telling you, so I drive up there, okay? <laughs> I drive up there. It's not too far. It's like a, it was like a two-hour drive. So I drive up to my grandparents' place. Uh, left left in the morning, get there. It's like, I don't know, 1030 or something. So this is this is what happens. Get out of the car, you know, hugs, kisses. How's everybody doing? Blah, blah, blah. I need to take a piss. I go take a piss. I go take a piss in the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom. All right. I sit down on the couch. We're kind of all talking. My grandparents, you know, they're your, they're they're your stereotypical, uh, you know, older folks. You know, they they enjoy some Fox News. Okay, that's that's what they prefer to watch. And so it's it's like ten thirty a.m. on Thanksgiving morning. Okay, I just drove for like two hours, took a piss, laying down on the couch. What do I see on the TV? Sam Bankman Freed's weasley little face okay that's the first thing i see on the tv when i show up at my grandparents house for thanksgiving i mean i'm like sitting there i'm like can i get a break because i was like i was like kind of turned off from crypto. i was like i need i need a couple days off even though i'd already been buying i was already getting like bullish i already been buying for a couple weeks but you know i just need a break i was like dude i've been like i've been grinding on the videos i've been trading my little ass off and markets were dead over thanksgiving anyways i was like i'm not even i didn't even look at charts really on thanksgiving i checked just to make sure nothing was you know dying just in case but Making sure we didn't lose a thousand dollars on ETH on Thanksgiving. Some shenanigans happen, right? So I'm like laying on the couch and I'm like, all right, you know, take a break. You know, you got the smells from the kitchen. I'm I'm excited. We're gonna get some turkey and, and I wasn't really excited for the turkey. The turkey was I love my grandmother's death. The turkey was great. She's an amazing cook. Everything she cooked was great. The turkey was a little dry. And it's just because it's turkey. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. Everything else magnifico okay so i'm like ready and 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 fucking sam's face is on the tv okay and i'm seeing some fox news person at 10 30 in the morning on thanksgiving telling me about ftx and donations to the democratic party and crypto's a fraud i'm just like can i get a break please and so of course you know then you know the topic of crypto comes up because you know my grandparents know that i work in crypto and and uh you know they're in their 80s okay so let's not pretend that they're hip with the technology okay my grandfather does not own a computer he has an iphone he does not own a computer and you know i've told him about crypto for years i actually told you know i told my grandpa about about crypto like in 2016 okay and uh, and i always tell him i'm like well you know if you had bought when i told you the first time you'd be up okay Okay, Grandpa. Okay, just to set the record straight. Anyways, anyways, that's not the point. The point is that the bottom signal is that, like, it's on Fox News. It's on every fucking news outlet in the world constantly, all right? You got mainstream normies. My mom, you know, a few days after the after the FTX stuff happened, who my mom, who knows nothing about crypto, follows nothing, like... I, she basically has no idea what I do for a living. Like she does, but like, like uh, crypto, that's it. Like she says, what does your son do for a living? Crypto. If you ask her, what does that mean? She has no idea, right? That's her level of understanding. She doesn't know anything about crypto. She asked me like, how, like what happened to FTX? She doesn't know what FTX is, but she asked me that, right? So like my point is, oh, and my grandpa was like, you know, of course, like, you know, what is Bitcoin? It's like air it's just air i don't get it you know and i wasn't trying to be the the guy at the thanksgiving table I, I don't do that don't be that guy i'm just like yeah you know it'll be all right that's all i said i said ah you know i'll be all right he said well is it dead and i said ah it's fine 
I said, it's probably time to buy. He goes, you sure? I was like, yeah. Yeah, probably. I said, you know, normally when people start saying crypto's dead, it's normally, it's normally the time to buy. So anyways, so those are like the bottom signals, okay? You know, when your family's making fun of you, when, when, when you're broke and you can't make rent, well, you won't have money to buy crypto. But you get my point. When you're, when you're, when you're not able to make rent, your family's making fun of you, you know, you're starving on the streets, you, you haven't held a coin for longer than like two weeks in, in a year because you can only do short-term trades because God forbid you buy something to hold it. Can't do that, you know? That's when you should buy. That's, you know, you're wondering, you're like, you're like, you're like, what happened? Where did the time go? This year flew by. This year flew by, okay? It's been a year of just shit, of crap, okay? And you're wondering, where did the time go? Where did my money go? Okay, you're, where did my money go? That's when you should be buying. That's my, that's, that's my thesis. Forget, forget the, the macro podcast and, and, you know, earnings gonna come in. Inflation, has it, has inflation peaked? It, what, what about, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. This is a, this is gut. All right. Because all you got in this world is your heart and your gut. And my gut's telling me it's time to buy. That doesn't mean I'm going all in. That doesn't mean I'm putting all the chips on the table. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. I'm saying it is time to start averaging in. And this is God, I'd get, give the disclaimer. It's not financial advice. Do your own research, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm doing. Everything I'm saying here is what I'm doing. Okay? It's not, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you my thought process. Okay? And so if you lose money, I lose money with you. Just so you know. Okay? We're in this together. All right? So it's time. I, I just think it's time. And I'm thinking we're back. And uh, I think you get the point. I think that I think that it's been so crap for a year, and you have all the bottom signals you could want. And people say we haven't seen real capitulation yet. What real capitulation do you want? Okay, we had the two biggest hedge funds in crypto blow up. We had the second largest exchange in crypto blow up. We had, you know, you know, I'm I'm seeing Sam's face. My my parents and my grandparents and and everybody knows who like Sam Bankman-Fried is now. Okay, they know his face. They didn't know who he was a year ago. I've heard the words effective altruism more times in the last three months than I have in my life, okay? And I'm a nerd. You know, I used to read, like, you know, Slate Star Codex and all that shit, for those of you guys who know that stuff is, okay? I used to read that shit. It was like this niche little nerd crap, okay? I never really bought into it. It wasn't really for me. It wasn't my, my cup of tea. But I read it. I knew about it, right? It's been around forever, you know? And now it's like mainstream crap. Everybody knows about it. That's your bottom signal. Okay. That's your bottom signal. I think I've said enough. Let's move on. We're like over 20 minutes in now. I gotta, I gotta, oh, we gotta, we're not done. We got more stuff to talk about, but I gotta read an ad, boys. It's ad time. Don't you skip. Don't you skip. This is the first sponsor. I've gotten, okay, OKX, we're going to get into it. You're going to use my link. You're going to sign up with my link. Do not skip this ad read, all right? I will find you, okay? We. This is a bear market. We got we to make some money here, okay? And we finally get a sponsor. OKX, we're very grateful. I'm very grateful. Thank you, OKX. I'm gonna, you're going to use my link. It's in the description, okay? You're going to go find it, and you're going you're gonna to sign up, okay? Because FTX is gone, all right? So you got no one, no one to trust, okay? And OKX, well, let me get into the ad read. I'm getting ahead of myself. Don't you dare skip. Wait one second. Okay, here we go. I got it pulled up. Proof of reserves. By the way, just so everyone listening on the audio knows, um, this is all on YouTube. A lot of you only listen on the audio. Uh, we got lots of YouTube videos now, not just podcasts. So you don't get all the content. If you're listening on the audio feed, 
I, I, I should put the YouTube link in the description of the audio feed in the show notes. I will do that. Go to the show notes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and get 9K plus subscribers. It is popping off. We are growing on the YouTube. And to all the YouTube viewers, welcome. Lovely to have you. But anyways, for the audio, you know, I got some graphics. You know, so we got stuff pulled up on the screen sometimes. So you're, you're missing out on the full experience. But anyways, back to OKX. Listen, OKX released their proof of reserves, Okay. So you can see all the money and assets that they got. And they even have a self-audit one-to-one tool. Okay, so you can go check not just these like these other exchanges that are like, here's all the money we have. No, 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 no. They've got a one-to-one self-audit tool. So you can go and see exactly your dollars on your account that are there. Okay? OKX, they're doing their best. They're trying to make, they're trying to show people why you can trust them okay because trust is at all times lows all time lows and it should be it should be right i mean heck ftx just collapsed i get it i totally get it so that's why okx is doing all this and plus i mean okx it's just a great exchange i mean honestly you know you can trade spot for free that's number one you can trade derivatives to your to your heart's content you know you want to go you want to go 50x long on 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 a shit coin Go for it, my friend. OKX will help you out with that. They've got options trading now too. Uh, they're building out. They have a new Web3 wallet. You can sign up and get a free NFT if you want. They've got a wor- whole World Cup NFT thing going on. I will put a link to that too. It's a free NFT. It's literally free. Just go get it. It's like free money. They're like they're like saying, hey, hey, we feel bad that everybody has gotten wrecked. So here's free money just sign up with the link okay okx is a great it's a great exchange you guys know about it i'm sure you've heard of it you know they work with mclaren you know mclaren's sick okay the orange cars in f1 mclaren has the best looking cars in f1 this is not a debate by the way i know some people say mercedes no and by the way guess who sponsored mercedes guess who mercedes trusted ftx yeah they were they were getting rid of those those stickers and and logos real quick, weren't they, huh? But McLaren, McLaren, they know. OKX, all right? So use my link. Use my link, please, okay? Support the channel. We are up and coming. It's a bear market, all right? Let's help each other out, you know? If you, you can go get the free NFT, you can sign up for an account with OKX, if you don't care about the NFT, you don't have to get the NFT. It's up to you. It's free, you know. But if you don't care, whatever. That's fine. You know. Don't take free money. That's fine. It's up to you. Sign up for OKX. Use the link. It's okx.com slash join slash daily bread. That's okx.com slash join slash daily bread. Or you can just click on it if you're lazy and you don't want to, you know, type all that out. So, anyways, thank you very much to OKX and all sincerity for sponsoring the podcast. And uh, let's 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 get back to the to the to the main show. Okay, so let's talk some altcoins. Um, a few that are on my radar. One, I made a whole video about Solana this week. I did like a twenty minute or like it's like eighteen minutes, whatever. Uh, in depth analysis of Solana with my thoughts. Please go watch that. I spent a good amount of time on that video. Um, I'll give you the I'll give you the summary, but if you want like the in-depth, you should definitely go watch it. I think Solana is a good risk reward here. I think when you look at uh, you know, they have a ton of problems. Again, if you're only listening to this and you're like, what about blah? Go watch the video. I talk about all the problems, okay? But I think the risk reward, like I, that's another thing. You talk about doom and gloom and, and everybody panicking and and who is who is buying, you know. When I saw Solana was eleven bucks, I said, "Didn't this coin used to be two hundred sixty dollars? Didn't wasn't this coin two hundred sixty dollars a year ago, November twenty twenty one? And it's eleven now. And I'm not buying it. And people are saying, "No, no, you can't buy it. It's it's gonna go to five, dude. Maybe, 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 maybe it will. I'm not saying it won't. For, for who?" Who knows? I mean, it's not I could go to zero. It wouldn't surprise me at all. This is this one is like much more risky and speculative. But from the pure risk reward investment point, should you punt a little bit on it? I think so. I am. I am. Again, I am. 
Not telling you to. I am. I bought a little 11 bucks. I said I got to. And I'll probably buy a little more over the next few months, depending where we go. I, I think I think the rationale for Solana is like pretty straightforward. Besides all the technical stuff, whatever. Dude, price, we we know crypto. Price Price is an anchor, right? Price memory is very real. People remember that $260 price. Everyone who did not make money last year on Solana remembers coping about it. And everybody who did make money last year on Solana remembers the euphoric feelings that they had. And so price memory is very, very real. And as we all know, narratives tend to form and kind of magically conjure themselves when price starts going up. And so, you know, Solana's in the in the in the teens right now, in the lower teens. But if it were to go back into the 20s, 30s maybe, even 40s, you think that people wouldn't start making some narrative ideas up and start talking about how Solana's coming back and Solana summer 2.0 next year, whatever. You think that people aren't gonna start doing that and that people won't have that price memory? This isn't an argument on the technical side, right? Who will win as chains and whatever? Will there be a winner or will there be multiple? I don't know, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about from the investment standpoint. I think the risk reward of Solana is pretty clear at this point. I mean, honestly, for like a year, for like a year, I said $15 was my was my target for Solana. I wanted to get that $15 bid on Solana. And obviously, that was pre-SAM, FTX, all of that. And part of the thesis was like, SAM's going to pump it. So that was one of the main reasons I wanted to buy it. Um, but I think the thesis has changed a bit now. And the, there's pros and cons to SAM being gone. Again, I talked about it all in the video. Go watch the video if you want the full analysis. But point is, Solana is one of the ones that I'm taking a punt on. Because, I mean, dude, I mean, if it if it does go back to like 200 bucks one day, that's a 20x, baby. I take 20xs, okay? And and price memory is very real. And, and people love to make narratives around price. And trust me, if we were to get back to like 40, 50 bucks, people are going to start calling for it to go back to 200 plus again. I promise you. It's a tale as old as time, okay? We've seen it over and over again in crypto. So that's my, my, it's like the zero IQ and 200 IQ thesis on Solana. I, I'm not in the middle there. I, I learned my lessons. We don't, we don't mid IQ anymore. Okay. So that's Solana. Next up, we've got another coin that it, it's, it's down bad, frankly. It's a token that, that arguably is cursed, but it may finally be time. It may finally be time. I don't know if you're guessing in your head what I'm talking about, but we're talking about Chain Linkus Maximus, okay? It is time for some Linkus Stinkus in our lives, folks. Here's the thing. Chain Link, it, it's a cursed token, all right? I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even think anyone's ever made money on Chainlink. I'm like convinced of that at this point because I think everyone who like bought early kept buying all the way up and then like round tripped. And I think everybody who bought late obviously got wrecked. Uh, I mean, listen, this coin is $7 right now. It was 50 bucks a year ago. I owned it. I owned it at 50 bucks. I didn't sell. Not at 50. I sold it. I think I capitulated like 35 or so, I think. I didn't sell the top. I didn't make a lot of money on Link because I was late to the Link train. I was not super early. I think I started buying at like twenty bucks or something. Okay, so it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, a, and I was buying on the way up. Like I wasn't, you know. I think I pretty much broke even on Link because I was buying at like twenty, twenty five, thirty, thirty five, and then I made. I think I made some buys in the forties. I don't want to. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. The point is, the point is with Link that. Staking is finally here. The thing that Linkies or all Link Pals have been talking about for at least two or three years. I don't even know how long they've been talking about staking. And this is legit staking. You know, if you don't if you don't know the whole link, 
you know staking thing it's it's like what actually makes the token valuable because up to this point Chainlink was pretty much a meme token with the promise of being a real token one day and staking is what actually accrues value to the token because you'll need to stake link in order to operate nodes and all that oracles um and so they've 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 got staking coming december 6th finally okay and then next year they've got uh deco coming they've got their ccip finally like going full uh launched they've got all this stuff that they've been talking about forever launching next year and frankly i think if you're not buying link at this point you're never gonna buy it um kind of similar to like solana right it's like how much lower do you want it to go you know we got five dollar link it's it's bounced now it's been ranging between like five and like eight bucks for i don't even know like over a month now um it might be time and honestly it's this is one that i don't even know if we if we should be buying it to make money i think we just we buy it for the honor to honor our our fallen brethren you know do you know how many link marines are on the battlefield you know sergey's sergey's plat i'm i'm actually rocking the sergey today i'm rocking the sergey look today sergey's plaid shirts are soaked in blood okay from all the link marines he sent off to their deaths But it might finally be time to buy some Link. And and again, Link is a cursed coin. You probably shouldn't buy it. But I think I'm going to buy a little bit. Little, little bit. Just to get a taste. Just because, you know, again, if you're not, if not now, when? You know? If not me, who? <laughs> who is gonna buy the link if not us all right for god's sake we're a year into a bear market we're we're deep into the crypto winter all right it's cold outside i haven't seen the sun in a year okay i'm walking around with all these dead link marines around me on the ground blood spilled sorry i don't want to get a little too graphic for youtube is keep it pg in minecraft Okay, in a video game. If not now, when? You know, I mean, it's like at some point you got to buy Link if you actually think that it's a legitimate coin. And I think it is. Like, here's the thing. People use the protocol, right? People use Chainlink Oracles, right? DeFi doesn't exist without Chainlink Oracles. They have the Swift partnership. That's really real. You know, Chainlink has been like embedded with the World Economic Forum and all this stuff from the beginning. All right. If if you really want the narrative for Chainlink, it's like your hedge against crypto uh, anarchy. I don't know what you want to call it. Like the, the, there's like the, the traditional Bitcoin, ETH, like crypto anarchy, libertarianism, freedom, blah, blah, blah. And then there's the opposite. That's like Fed coin, like new world order narrative. And that is Chainlink. Okay. So you should hedge your freedom loving Bitcoin and ETH bags with some new world order Chainlink. All right. That's, that's, that's the thought process here. Okay. And Again, it's like it's like if you're not buying now, when are you gonna buy it? What do you think we're gonna go to three bucks? Like five? You had you could have bought it at five, right? You could have bought it at five. Was five not good enough for you? You ha you gotta wait for three, right? When when the upside of this coin realistically, like not to be not to be Mister Moonboy, not to be like oh you're crazy, but it was already a fifty dollar coin. This isn't some scam project. Will it probably be a triple digit coin at some point? Yeah, probably. Probably. It'll probably be a hundred plus dollar coin at some point. That doesn't mean it will be tomorrow or even next year. But could it see a little run? Is it time for a move up on Link? I think so. I think so. And again, it pains me. I don't like I don't like buying Link. Okay? I lose money every time I buy Link. But we gotta do it. We gotta do it because not because it's it's what makes money, but because it, it's what's right.
okay? Buying Chainlink is what's right. For our fallen soldiers, for our brethren. You know, it's we, we got to be like Churchill, okay? We got to hold the line, all right? We're going <laughs> to... We're going to buy Chainlink on the beaches, okay? We're going to buy Link on the streets. We're going to buy Link on the hills. We're going to buy Link... In the exchanges, we are going to buy Link because we believe in the future of crypto. And it's one of the only like legitimate technologies that we actually have that people use, that there's like a real use case for. And that, you know, people often ask, if this coin was to disappear tomorrow, would anyone notice? People would fucking notice with Link, okay? Pardon my French. Part of my English, okay? Back to Churchill. We're gonna buy Link on the beaches. I don't know where I'm going with this, but you get the point. You get the point. That was my motivational speech for Link. I'm just on a, I'm on a roll today. Because I'm excited to be bullish. Can I not be excited for once? Everyone's a cynic. Everyone's a cynic. And, and, and so sad and angry all the time. And I get it. You know, we take our L's, okay? Trust me. Taking plenty of L's. You, nope, nobody's taken more L's than me, okay? That's probably not true, but I've taken a lot of L's, all right? It's time to buy some damn coins, all right? I'm tired of being bearish all the time. I don't want to short, okay? I'm tired of shorting. <sighs> buy Link, don't buy Link, I don't care. I'm buying some Link. I'm buying, I'm buying Ethereum, I'm buying Solana, and I'm buying some Link. Okay, because if not now, when? And if not me, who? All right. That's the thesis. That's the thesis around Link. And, uh, you know, that's about it. That's all I got. I used a lot of energy there. The last thing I, I had more alts to talk about. I'm going to do like a deep dive on alts in another episode, like small cap stuff. The only other one I wanted to talk about since we were talking about ETH a little bit. I was looking at Lido. Uh, let, me, let me pull up the chart. One second. So this will be the last thing before we go. Lido has been punished uh, over the last couple months, but it started to find somewhat of a of a of a range here at the bottom, and it capitulated below a dollar during the uh, SBF collapse. But now it's been holding solidly above a dollar. It really doesn't want to go below a dollar. That seems to be like the psychological line that it is holding. And uh, the thing with Lido that the reason I was I wanted to mention it is because it's something that you know, when it's hot, it's hot. And everybody's talking about it, but people haven't been talking about it recently. And I think a dollar Lido is like a pretty, it's a pretty reasonable spot to get in. Uh, again, like with averaging in now, now, I'll give you my thought process for how I might buy Lido in a second. But a little different from just naked buying. Um, if you're bullish ETH, it's hard not to be bullish Lido, right? It just makes sense because I don't really think there's a world in which, obviously, you know, there could be some hack or some catastrophe, whatever. Besides that, I don't think there's a world in which ETH starts going up and Lido isn't also starting to rip with it. Right, like if we do at some point get an ETH run, are we gonna also get a Lido run with it? Probably, probably. There's pretty pretty good odds of that happening, and Lido really could be a a high beta bet on ETH. Again, it's it's not perfect. It's got its own quirks, but I think Lido is a reasonable bet. I think Lido is a good buy for the bull. Um, I think that Lido in the bull. You know, I know it sounds crazy, but I don't think it's insane to see you to say you could see like twenty, thirty dollar plus Lido. Honestly, I don't think that's crazy. I know it sounds like, oh my god, you're calling for a twenty, thirty x on Lido. Yeah, kind of. Honestly, I mean, I think in in a bull market, like again, we kind of forget how much things run in a bull market. How much? How high did Lido get at its peak? It was uh, like seven bucks. Yeah. And then in the uh, March run, it was about five. So 
I, I think Lido is one of those that if you believe in ETH, you probably believe in Lido. And obviously I know that they do other things, but let's be honest, staked Lido is, or I'm sorry, staked ETH is like their core, their core product. And they'll continue to add stuff. So it'll give you extra exposure to other, other chains too. So it's not a pure ETH bet, but you know, in all reality, it's, it's likely a pretty, it's a high beta ETH bet. So what I was thinking, and this is dangerous, so don't follow me into this. But, and I'm not doing this now. I, I, I may, I have to think about how I want to do this to manage risk. But it's pretty cheap to borrow on Aave right now um, if you wanted to deposit your ETH collateral. And, and I like ETH as collateral because like we said, you know, it's got a pretty solid floor on it. it could it keep going down? Sure. And there's always that risk. But like ETH ain't gonna teleport to four hundred dollars, okay? And so if you're if you're borrowing like a third of your ETH that you deposit in in Ave or wherever for a couple percent a couple percent uh, borrow rates right now, it's pretty low. You can borrow for like you know three percent, two three percent, and then you can use that and buy some Lido, and that's how you get your like max long exposure for ETH. Again, this is not something I'm doing now. This is not something I would recommend doing now because we're still, as much as I've been very bullish on this podcast, we're still very much in the thick of it, you know? And as much as I, I'm tired of talking about macro, macro is still relevant, I know. I hate it, but it is. It is. I don't hate it, but you know what I mean. It's a thought. It's a thought. I, I I really am trying to think of because I'm gonna use ETH as my collateral. I, my 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 plan for the bull is like load up on ETH at at at, uh, at these lows, potential lows, and then ETH will be my collateral to borrow against to get more alt exposure on the way up. And so Lido is one that I have on my mind. I've talked about Aura in the past. Aura Aura actually had a good day today. Let me pull up Aura. Um, Aura, I, I, I talked about in a previous episode, the nice thing about Aura, the thing I like about it is that they pay bribes and dividends. So the yield you can get from Aura is anywhere from like 50 to hundred percent, depending on how you're doing it. And so you can essentially take the yield you're getting from having Aura and use it to pay back your, your Ave loan. Right. And so Aura was one that I was thinking about. Because I want exposure to Aura. It's one that I, I think will do well <coughs> over the long term. <coughs> and it actually gives me money that I can use to pay back the loan, right? So that's where Lido is more risky. So Aura, in my opinion, now Aura is a much smaller cap. So they're both risky, but in the sense that Aura, kind of no matter the price, is paying you bribes. Whereas Lido obviously isn't doing that. Um, so I like the idea of having coins that potentially I could buy with borrowed money, but then pay back with the income that those coins are providing me. So that's something I've been thinking about. And I think is something that you should probably think about too. They just think about coins that provide and real income, not like random farm tokens that are going to go to zero or whatever, like find tokens that provide some type of income in some way and potentially use those to pay back your uh, loans over time. And then it, it lets you just keep, you know, you can pay back the loan and then you can borrow again once you feel, you know, you want to be risk on whatever. It just lets you manage risk a little. So that's kind of a, uh, what I was thinking with those last thoughts. Um, a few other coins. I'm going to wrap up the show because we're, we're almost at an hour here. Um, and I didn't want to go too long because I don't have the time to getting the rest of these but the last few i'll just rip off a few that uh i don't necessarily recommend i'm not going to give the full explanation but i'm kind of watching or maybe dabbling in um canto i think potentially has ability to run here um rocket pool another one you know i talked about lido rocket pool is another good alternative to lido uh premia is launching v2 i'll probably do a separate episode talking more about premia again i talked about that one in the past um deus is another good one uh, I long, I, I gotta be honest. I pull, that was, that was my best play of the month so far. Um, 
or the month is over. So it was my best play of the month. Uh, I ripped like a 3x on this one. I bought this one at around like 40, in the low 40s, and I sold at about 120. So that one was nice. That one was nice. And uh, Deus is a, so it's an old Phantom project, but they are launching a new uh, synth, uh, synthetic uh, platform. It's called Desynth. Well, well, I should back up. I'll give you the 30-second summary. I'm going to talk about all these probably in a future episode. But I just want to put them in your radar so you can pay attention to them in case they rip before I make it a future episode. Deus is an old phantom project that has been working on building an infrastructure uh, layer, essentially, for building derivatives platforms on top of it. And so they provide the back-end infrastructure, and then other projects can build a front-end. So there's a project called Desynth, Desynths that is building a front end on top of the back end for Deus. And it's only on Phantom. So one of the reasons why it was like a good play is because people aren't paying attention to Phantom tokens, but they are moving to Arbitrum. So that's why I bought it. Uh, and it was a nice 3X, but I think it may, I mean, it already, it went up to like 135, I think. And yeah, and then it went, pulled all the way back on the, uh, pulled all the way back to 70. Wow, I didn't realize it went back that low. I would have bought wasn't paying attention. It happened happened while I was, uh, you know, at Thanksgiving, I guess. So, anyways, um, that's okay. It may be ready for another leg here. I'm not in it right now. I did sell um, on this run up, but it's something I'm closely watching, and I think it's still a 15 mil market cap, 40 mil fully diluted. You know, I think it could be another two or three x from here if it goes on another big run. But you know, I'll be honest, I got a lot of juice out of this. I probably won't go as heavy the next time, but it's a good one to keep an eye on. Um, they have a test net that's live right now, so you can join that. And I'm not sure if they're doing an airdrop or incentives for that, I, but it probably doesn't hurt. And it's part of your due diligence anyway, so go check it out, test it out. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I I, I was looking at it, and um, uh, you know, as far as on chain derivatives platforms goes, it's it's I was pretty impressed. It's pretty good stuff. So give that one a look. And then any other ones? Fold. I have a little fold. I bought some in like the 11, 12 range uh, just as a punt, just because fold has gotten absolutely decimated. It was $100 at the top. Uh, literally the night of the ETH merge, it hit 100 bucks. I was there. I was long it. I made some money, but I kind of round tripped some of it too, which sucked. But anyways, um, I had exited long ago, but now I think Fold similarly may be finding a bottom-ish here. If it doesn't, if it goes to single digits, I'm going to forget about it for a while. Um, but I'm willing to punt here. It's back up to 15 bucks, so I am up a little bit. But it's one that I think when it's going to rip, it's going to rip, and we could easily go back into the 40s on this thing. Um, so it's one to pay attention to as well. So anyways, that's it for today, guys. Please, please, please. I know I'm kind of begging, but you know, if you love me, go sign up for OTX, OKX, using the link, you know, using my link, OKX.com slash join slash daily bread. Just, it's my first sponsor. I want to do well for them. I appreciate them. You know, we're trying to grow the channel. Like I said, if you're on the audio, go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to that. I'll put that in the description. 9K subs. We're going to hit 10K soon. We're going to hit 100K next year. That's the goal. We're going to get 100,000 subscribers on YouTube next year. Mark my words. That's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to tell you a month ahead of time. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. I will see you next time.